Hello and welcome to my favourite musical, The Mixtape. Thanks, Josephine. Did you know that I was starting? Not really. You thought I'm, we were still um, yeah, just chatting. Some more finger symbol action. No, we're starting to record this podcast right now. Excellent. Ding. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on The Mixtape. Yes, that's Ruth. That's Josephine. Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we're recording on today, the dark and young people. We pay our respect to their centuries-old tradition of storytelling, of singing and dance. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, like that shaker you've got in your hand. That's right. This is not a traditional instrument. No. It's made of plastic. It's it green. Is. It's a good shaker though. It's got a, it's, it's apparently American. Yeah. They're just a really good size. It feels good in the hand. It feels good. In, we've said that already. I don't think we said it on mic. <laughs> I think we just That's right. Said, that was a private we conversation, said it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, Disgusting. Well, well, this is another mixtape where we realised we hadn't done this topic. How had we not? Because we, when we last, you might remember, guys, some months ago. Some, some many moons ago. <laughs> uh, back in 2022, where uh, we, we did female duets because we realised we hadn't done, and then we realised we also hadn't done male duets. Yeah, I'm so sorry to male presenting people out there. Yeah. We have not covered uh, if you wanted to do a man-on-man duet. Indeed. Mm. Um, and the only ones we couldn't repeat were... Non-romantic duets yes. and romantic duets. Yes. And obviously female duets, but obviously there's none of those in here. No, there are no, no. female duets. Where you know, are you I'm going with this? I don't know. <laughs> Just covering all bases. You've had a stroke. I have. Um, so, yes, male duets. Ruth, what's number five for you? Uh, my number five, yes. I'm being a bit tricky. Oh, no. Is the reprise, agony reprise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not do agony in the... No, we did the first agony. Oh my god! But I want to be clear. This one doesn't make sense out of. Yes, it does. And the beginning of it is just ding. <laughs> okay. Also, agony reprise is a superior song. It is. It's funnier. Agony, it's much funnier. Agony, uh, which is why I've included it, but and I also think you because need the first agony. since we've uh, included the first one in uh, non-romantic yes. duets, um, the. Revival cast recording has been released. Oh, so you've so got I Gavin have Creel and Josh Henry. Gavin Creel, Josh Henry version. Okay, but listen to this and just marvel over Josh Henry's voice. Oh. How many voices can make Gavin Creel sound boring? I know, right? Josh Henry's voice. Josh Henry. That's who it Incredible. is. Incredible. Incredible. I'm in love with him. Yes. Same. Oh, God. It makes me want to listen to Carousel again, actually. Do you know the other Josh Henry thing I love is that because he started out as an ensemble member. Yes. And he was involved in In the Heights, like right from the That's beginning. Right. So you see all these like old clips of In the Heights and stuff, and he's just like this like dancer in the background. I do love the idea of that voice in In the Heights. I know. <laughs> Which I is know, just but he like... was involved from super yeah. I think he was often he must have been young. the Benny cover. Yeah. Which makes sense, right? Um Does it? Yeah, he looks he like he like looks like Chris Jackson. He's uh, moves like Chris Jackson. Yeah, but that voice. <laughs> yeah. But Chris Jackson has a beautiful voice too. Not like that. No, it's more. It's obviously more legit music theatre than Chris Jackson. Yeah, Chris Jackson's quite contemporary and yeah. Josh Henry is just like an angel. <laughs> an angel of all <laughs> angels. <laughs> like Mandy Moore. She um, is an angel. <laughs> so, yes, the Agony Reprise is my number five and I'm not sorry. No, I don't apologise. Okay, great. My number five is quite uh, obscure. It is Daybreak from Floyd Collins. Yes. Okay, a beautiful song. We haven't talked about Floyd Collins much, but this is, um, and we probably will at some stage, but this is just where um, he's about to be rescued mm. and he's singing with his brother. Do you know much about it? I've seen it. Aha! Mm. So a I concert think, version, but yeah. Yeah, this is in Act 1. And yes, um, Adam Gattel. Yeah. 
Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Great writer. Yeah, great writer. Apparently a Republican. Uh, but, Aww. yeah, I know. Upsetting. Upsetting because he writes beautiful music. I forget that some Republicans, like, can do good stuff. <laughs> it's also weird to be, like, the son of Mary Rogers and the grandson of uh, Richard Rogers. Yeah. Like, such – incredible such royal, yeah, like history. Uh, history of musical theatre, who I'm sure would not have been Republican. I just feel, and I've said this so many times, that if you're in the arts, I don't understand if you're don't conservative as well. I don't get it. I think it's probably because he's wealthy. Yeah, it's rich people, man. Yeah. Eat them. Yeah. Damn, anyway. that's actually tainted I, everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's terrible. But Floyd Collins has got some bangers in it. Floyd Collins does. Yeah. Should we – we should do it. Yeah, we, we should, should do talk about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, my number four yeah. is part of it all from Title of Show. Such a good song. Oh, such a good song. So um, we've covered Title of Show on the podcast before. Of course but we have. Jeff Bowen and Hunter Bell who wrote it. It's them just like Just wanting to thinking, be part of it all. <laughs> yeah, thinking about all the things that they're going to get to do when their musical becomes successful, oh. like in New York and <sighs> – in theatre. It's a lovely song. It is a lovely song. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't listened to it in a while when I picked this and I was like, I love title of show. It's one of the few like like nice emotional moments of the show. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. I do love title of show. Okay, number four for me is Both Sides of the Coin from Edwin Drood. Excellent. Which is probably like the most Drood Drudyish like song. Okay. Like it's very it's a very character heavy song. Like yeah. it's it's, there's meat to it. It's not a particularly like memorable melody, I would say, but it's like a great character piece. Mm. Yeah, a really good. Yeah, it would be a good performance. Yeah, yeah. So not something that you might enjoy listening to as a cast recording, right? But a good like to perform, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Great song. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my number three is All for the Best from Godspell Aww. that uh, Jesus and Judas sing in the yeah. show and, of course, use the revival cast recording 2011 or whatever it was. Yes. And um, so it's Hunter Parrish, Hunter Parrish and Wallace Smith and it's great. Yeah. What a great song. A patter song. Yeah. Um, Such a fun song. So fun. Yeah. Also a good one to perform, really. Like I if agree. you've got like two high school kids that can do this, like what a great song to do at a concert or something. Yeah. 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 God, where do you get two guys who can do this? <laughs> I know. In high school. What are you talking Look, about? Look, true, true. Yeah. But if you did. You are very out of touch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Josephine, the high school teacher, is like, sorry. Sorry, no. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um, number three for me is Butter Out of Cream from Catch Me If You Can. Mm. I was listening to Catch Me If You Can literally yesterday. Yes, me too. I listened to the whole cast recording. I kind of got there through like the Some Like It Hot yeah. cast recording is not out yet. Yeah. And I was like, oh gee. Um, they write some bangers, you they know, do. and I listen to all of Catch and Me If You Can. And you were in the mood for a bit of like a, a big band yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, I it's was. It's just such a, it's such a cool sound. Like yeah. the whole Catch Me If You Can soundtrack is, cast recording, sorry, purists. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah, just like. Did you cool see it at swing? the Haze when we saw it? No. No. no, no. Okay, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I do think it's a slightly it's, flawed show. Yeah, but there's the, issues with this. The score is great. Great score. Yeah. And yeah, if you want to hear some like, it's very swingy, very like those big band voices. Mm. It's a great song. But yeah, Butter Out of Cream, great duet. Yeah. Yeah. I assume it's – okay, so that's him and his dad, yes. Tom Wopat and Aaron Tveit. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. yeah it's – I mean, um, there's some – I mean, there's just some great, great. men singing in that. Like, yeah. Aaron Tveit sings the shit out of that score. And then you've got Norbert Leo Bartz. That's like, right. It's – yeah. Far out, so good. 
Mm. Um, my number two mm. is what you own from Rent. Oh my god! Which Josephine's gonna roll her eyes at me. Yeah, I hate this song. But like, what a fucking good song! No, it's so good. It doesn't even make sense. One of my favorite songs in Rent. The, okay, do you remember in the film where they're just driving? Yeah. To Santa Fe, I think. Aren't they like on cliffs? Isn't it very like... It's like a film clip. Yeah, and like it reminds me a bit of like, for some reason it reminds me of Bet On It from High School Musical 2 where he's like like so serious. Yeah, don't get me wrong, the film's terrible. But I think like, they're in like I think Roger's in Santa Fe because <laughs> I think he's in a desert. He's driving like a Cadillac in a desert. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, man. but the song is a banger. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously Mark and Roger in Rant, and and it's it's them coming to um, yeah, grips coming with capitalism. Yeah, coming coming and coming back together really. Yeah, forgiving each other. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. She just gave me the biggest eye roll, everyone. <laughs> I actually didn't even do that intentionally. Um, <laughs> it's just a it's a it's a gut reaction. Yeah. Number two for me is Dear Theodosia from Hamilton. Mm. Yeah, such a pretty, pretty. Song. That's a good one. Yes, right. Yeah, and quite achievable. I think. Uh. I will say Aaron Burr's part in this song is quite high, but not out of the realm of possibility. And you could go into falsetto, couldn't you? Exactly. If yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it reminded me too of. Um, Regina Spector and Ben Folds do a really lovely cover yes, of this. Yes, yes, I've listened to that. Yeah, it, it misses the bridge actually. That cover, but this is gorgeous. And um, yes, it's a great duet. It's just great. Yeah, mm. uh, both writing to their respective children. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, my number one, oh, one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, is "What Would I Do" from Falsettos. Oh my gosh. Um, which is like a a. A romantic duet between and so sad, so sad. Right. But like, <laughs> oh my god, what a beautiful song! Sometimes when I feel sad, I like to listen to sad stuff, and this is on my sad stuff. Playlist. Is it? Yeah, because it's just like it's Christian Ball, just like being very sad. Yeah, it's so. Oh my god, because it's as he's dying, right? As he's as, dying. As it's in the hospital, dying. hospital yeah. room. Um, Ugh. Uh, oh my god, Wizard. I went to call him Whippet. I was just going to call him Muzza. <laughs> Wizard. Wizard. Whip it. Anyway, don't know where that came from. Um, and yeah, Marvin is singing to him, and oh, oh my, my God, God. It's just incredible. It's a, oh, okay, we've talked about it so many times, but what? <laughs> I, I, no, it doesn't matter. I'm just like, how can you write falsettos and spelling bee and a new brain? I know. And like, how does a person, I just, Yes, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. I yeah. don't understand it. Yeah. And also, like, watch that if, guys, if you haven't watched that production of Falsettos, I know. I'm sure with, it's on YouTube. With Chip Zine and um, Stephanie J. Block. Yes. Yeah. And, like, and Brandon Uranowitz. And, and Ball. Oh, my God. It is just one of the most incredible produ- productions of anything there's ever been. It's so good. And, the like, the kid is really good even, which, yeah. which we so never can kid, say. You know how I said <laughs> – yeah, um, uh, I saw Leopold start on yeah. Broadway. Him and Brandon Uranowitz are both in it. Shut and up. I was like, oh, my God. They they got to be in a show together again and I got really happy for them. Anthony <laughs> Rosenthal's his name. Yeah, that You're kid. You're such a loser. Uh, and they, you, they just use like, drama blocks. They, as a set. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I love falsettos. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think it is so underrated. Same. Yeah. I'm hoping it'll be like Merrily where like in years people yeah. will just be like, Whoa, People are like, whoa, this show's falsettos. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, number one is No More from Into the Woods. Oh, yeah. 
beautiful. Come on, what a song. I know. And what a moment in the show. Oh, I was watching our production of it the other day. Yeah. And that moment where, because we use a lot of great magic in our show and where the mysterious man just like. Yeah. And you know, we had to change that after the first, after the first performance. So basically like our mysterious man would often have just like some colored, not colored, but like bits of like confetti in his pocket, basically like large pieces of confetti. Which sort of symbolized the magic happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so whenever he would leave the stage or whatever, he would often like do like throw a little handful of those. And then as he left the stage at the end of No More, he like sprinkled some onto the baker's shoulder. And in the first show, he, he kind of threw them. Like he had been the rest of the yeah. show, and it kind of got a laugh. Yeah, it was and we aggressive. Were like, oh no, we need to we need to change this because this is supposed to be a very serious moment. Yeah. So after that, we just made, um, got Dave, who played the narrator, to just sort of sprinkle. Yeah, <laughs> a sprinkle is gentle, a good word. Yeah, because it was yeah, like that's the last moment between the father and son. And yeah, it's, it's such a we don't get many father and son songs. In, no, um, it's true. Although I've there's two in this playlist, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Big Fish, but um, the this song is just so beautiful and it's so unexpected. It's exactly what – I mean, sometimes a genius, but it's exactly what the show needs at this moment. Yeah. Because you've had so much, like, heartbreak in Act 2. And yeah. then this is just, like, that moment of the baker finally, I don't know, growing up. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so good. Yeah. So good. So I think I've put the revival – yeah, I'm pretty you sure. Did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely. The narrator was lovely, actually, in in the yes. revival. Yeah, he was really good. And, and then of course, Darcy James, Darcy James. Like, perfection, perfection. God, perfection. that man. Yeah. Oh, um, great. Well, I think we're back to like our contemporary audition songs or whatever next. But oh yeah, we still got some. Yeah, some we, cool we, voice we, types. We, we stopped that and and shoved these duets in. Yeah, because we don't care uh, about you, sopranos. I assume we haven't done Sopranos yet. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I can't remember. It was it seven was so, years it was ago. It literally six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, All right. Um, stay well. In days. What? Bye. <laughs> what? I can't tell them to stay well? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>